Hey, Amanda, how are you now? Good, and you? Oh, not so bad. Hey, what do you know about Canadian culture? I mean, everything I know I learned from Letterkenny. Do you know what a puck bunny is? Unfortunately, I have been called one before. Do you know what a super soft birthday is? I want nothing more than for you to throw me one. All right, well, if that's the case, it sounds like you know what I'm talking about. And that's what we're going to talk about today on... Can we talk about... Hi, I'm Kyle. Can We Geek About is a new podcast from Gotham West. Each week, JJ and I will delve into the geekier side of pop culture, from our favorites in science fiction and fantasy, to new releases and even maybe rag on some absolute flops. We promise that even if you don't like what we have to say, you'll like how we say it. But anyway, can we geek about? Did you really need me here for this? I just needed a ride. (sighs) Can we geek about? Give us a listen, subscribe or follow, wherever you get your podcasts. Glenn? Wayne? How are you now? Good, and you? Oh, not so bad. Ooh, look what you brought with you. Oh, Daryl. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Fuck, you're naked as a jaybird. Wayne? It's humid. It's the humidity. Y'all might want to think about doing the same thing. Just pop your pants right off. That way no one gets... Sticky. No, it's not so bad. What's the fuss? Well, Ma Dale mentioned something about you helping her get a squirrel out of her attic. I'm faced with a similar conundrum right over there. Seems like some kind of rodents made his home over there. I have not seen him, but I sure can smell him. It's a possum. Hmm. Possum. That's right. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Do you want to know what? I'd reach into a pirate hooker's chamber pot before I'd reach in there, and I'm going to tell you. Possums are immune to snake venom. They could probably survive a nuclear blast. I think it's pronounced nuclear. Mm, but it isn't. They're mutants. They have forked fucking penises. We should all be so lucky. They do this thing called playing possum where they appear dead and emit a death stink from their buttholes. Fuck. <sighs> Found one playing possum one time, thought it was dead and buried it. Dug itself out a few hours later and fucked a hen right in front of her chicks. Wayne, think about the swear jar. You're putting so much money in. All right, let me take Pixie. Better powder. Always had a skilled hand at wrangling vermin. Thank you, Daryl. And that doesn't surprise me. No sweat. <laughs> No sweat in this heat. That is rich. That's funny. Honestly, though, just take off your jumper. I'll hold it for you. You crawl up in there. No one gets dirty. Glenn? Yes. Let's take about 20% off her up there, all right? Can we talk about Letterkenny? Oh, I love Letterkenny. I love all things Canadian. You do? Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? I didn't ever know that there was, let's call it Canadian culture. And I apologize if anyone listening is Canadian, but I now also sort of just love Canadian culture. There is Canadian culture. I would say Letterkenny specific. This might be, and I know I said this about New Girl, this might be the most quotable show ever created. Like I can quote this show even when we just did the the introduction, I wanted yeah. to say pitter patter. Let's get yeah. at her <laughs> because it's now? just it's something that we used to say uh, when I was a bartender all the time. Me yeah. and the other bartenders, but we all watched it. It was an yeah. easy. I mean, I'm diving right in here because I'm excited to talk about it. But it was such an easy show to watch. Yeah, 25, 26 minute episodes. You could plow through these episodes. Yeah, and. It wasn't content heavy, but the dialogue was heavy. So it's like you were forever laughing. Yeah. It's a really good show to watch drunk or high. I'll say that (laughs) right now. (laughs) Well, to take a step back, because this is one of the, I want to say in our podcast episode catalog, probably one of the more not mainstream things we've ever talked about. Because I I think, I don't know if I recognize this is not a mainstream show. In fact, People are probably asking themselves what this show is or what the hell we're talking about. What movie is this? If you like any of our other recommendations, yeah. <laughs> watch the show. If you yeah. like the things that we watch, watch the show because it's yeah. along the new girl line with I mean, like it just it fits all of the things we've talked about. Yeah. Well, so, highly right. recommend. So to give some context to sort of like, you know, like tiptoe into the water here. This began as a web series on YouTube called Letter Kenny Problems. And correct me if any details I'm getting wrong here, okay. Amanda. Yeah, it was a YouTube series that sort of riffed on some of like the deeper Canadian culture, the, you know. Yeah. The of his hit- small town. He of lived his small in a town. crazy small town in, yeah. in Canada. Yeah. And 
And I will say the word alliteration. I think the, what was key to their success was just their the scripts and their play on words and just their playing around with the English language as a whole, like all their phrases. I mean, I had to look stuff up always. I have to watch the show with subtitles on because I don't I can't keep up. They speak so quickly and it's just there's a certain rhythm to the way they speak back and forth in conversation. Their cadence is wild. Yeah. It's like you feel like it's slow, but it's not slow. It's really fast. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite things of this show is that that fast talk. I know your wife and I talked about this in Gilmore Girls. A lot of people didn't like the show originally because they felt like they spoke too fast and they were missing jokes and they were missing everything. 100% can see people saying this about this show, similar to Dairy Girls, which we haven't done yet. But a lot of people are like, I want to like it. I just can't understand it. But with Letter Kenny, I, I don't know if you feel this way. It's like I have to warm up. Once I'm like two or three episodes in, I'm locked in, baby. Yeah. I'm in. I understand everything they're saying. In prep for this episode, I went back and watched some of the earlier seasons, which, by the way, for anyone that wants to jump in, oh my gosh. there are 11 seasons of <laughs> 11 this show. 11 seasons. <laughs> um, I, and I want to say they're not jam-packed because I want to say that there were some seasons. I think the last season, season 10, was like maybe six episodes or like yeah, this season. I think they're season. all six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. And so they do fly by, and to your point, like, they are shorter episodes. They were a Crave series, which is essentially Hulu for Canada, and now they're a Hulu series in conjunction with Crave. They've crossed over. They've made yeah. it. Yeah. And there was also a spinoff cartoon they did for a half a second, but I, it's really funny when you talk about Canadian comedies, I feel like Trailer Park Boys is a big one. Which he based the show off of, the comedy of the show. The, the oh, main writer is a diehard Trailer Park Boys fan. And uh, Jared Kiso is his name, but he's yeah. a diehard Trailer Park Boys fan. So much so that the one guy from Trailer Park Boys actually helped write and direct some of these episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. He's the guy that plays the um, Amish guy. Yes. You know, the episode. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's a Trailer Park Boys guy. Oh, that's the and, husband um, of uh, Anita Dick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anita Dick, that's like the yeah. best. The lost Dick daughter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they... Um, yeah, the the writer of the show is a huge Trailer Park Boys fan, and a lot of people yeah. are like, it feels like Trailer Park Boys, and he's like, good, that's what I was going for. What's funny is, and I've seen a little bit, of, I've seen like a season or two of Trailer Park Boys, I didn't get that far into it, but I gotta say, I don't compare it that much to Trailer Park Boys, I don't think they're that similar, because I think the comedy in Letterkenny, what makes it funny, it's all on paper, Right. I think mm-hmm. it's it's very much in the script. Like if you read a script of Letterkenny, it's all about the 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 pitter patter, if you will. Like yes. it is about the way they speak back and forth. It's their personalities. And we've talked about this. It's kind of funny because it's very similar to the town you live in, which is yes. uh, it is a small hick town where everyone is super progressive and kind and the opposite of what you think of like some like backwards hick town being. They Absolutely. are not conservative. Yeah. They are very progressive and they are just literally men of the earth. You know, like they're farmers and farmers or, or you know, skids, as you will, which is the uh, the local, uh, uh, you know, druggies. I don't know. what, what What's the I, I got to find the American comparison names to things. For well, show. Hicks, I mean, the Hicks is def- <laughs> I don't know what you would call the skids either, because they're just like a world of their own. I yeah. don't know. But the the point of like the way that the characters are written is I feel like everybody's so feel good, even when yeah. they're like the worst character. You don't hate them. You can't yeah. hate any of these characters. Yeah. McMurray. <laughs> There's I, I, I mean, so many characters, though. There's yeah. so many. Well, because even talking about it, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm trying to play this for an audience of people that have never seen the show and it's essentially impossible. So I'll say this. Just stop here. Go watch the show. It's really it's amazingly funny. Just watch like even if you watch a little bit of it, but just go watch it. The show is written and created by two guys, right? It's Jared Kiso, who plays yes. the main character, Wayne. Wayne. Yes. And then Jacob Tierney, who plays Glenn. Who is, who is my a, favorite character in the show? Who is incredibly hilarious. He's a flamboyantly gay pastor. Right. Well, he's a pastor at first, and then he yeah. has like then, then he's a waitress. Then he's, he's like incredible. He but he's also not technically gay. He's you don't ne- know that he is. Yes. Right. 
He hit, there's like, it's one of those things where they hint so hard yeah. at it, but he never comes out and says it. He has a girlfriend in the beginning of the show. Yeah. Remember, he's like, it's, oh, it's, hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Um, um, yeah, that, uh, like I was just telling you, that the episodes are short, yeah. really easy to digest, but so much is packed into them as far as dialogues and jokes go. Yeah. That if you're the type of person that you just like to laugh, even if you just want to laugh like every two minutes in a show, you're going to do that in the show. Yeah. And that's the thing. I Going back to it, like the, the characters' personalities, everyone is super likable. Everyone has a kind heart. You you kind of love these characters. And they're all these people that just like this small little town. And anytime some outsider comes in and tries to rustle up things, right, or cause cause trouble, they all band together. Everyone from like the farmers with like the skids, like the literally the kids who who dress up like their characters out of a clockwork. Heads. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're literally dressed in like the outfits from a clockwork orange and then like break dance in the parking lot of the dollar store. But then they'll all go fight together because someone wronged their town or something. Um, I I have to mention this right now because like I can't hold it in any longer. Is this the fun fact that I'm going to be? So this is the fun about? fact. So okay. for context, Ready. here at uh, Gotham West Studios, we have um, one of our cousin sister podcast, if you will, one of our partner podcasts that that come through the Gotham West Studios doors, named Lyrics for Lunch. Which, by the way, plug for them. Highly recommend it. Um, Lindsay and Aviv are are awesome and hilarious. Each episode of their show talks about um a song and its history and its whole backstory and they they basically like spend an entire hour talking about a single song just like how we send it spend an entire hour talking about a single tv show or movie right they will go that like the deep story of something and i think it was their episode about jennifer lopez i think it was i think that's the episode but aviv brought up this movie from my childhood that I had completely forgotten about. And I don't know, maybe it'll blow you away. There's it's a 1993 movie called Josh and Sam. Does this ring a bell to you at all? I'm looking it up now. Okay. By the way, this movie has a ton of like characters. Oh my God, look at this cast. Yeah. Has Martha Pimpton. Chris Penn was in it. Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. Oh somewhere. my God. Is this movie ringing I a bell as totally you're seeing this? I remember this. Okay. This is the movie where they, they steal the car after... Yes. They go on a road trip. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So there's, it's about two brothers. One brother, the younger one, thinks he's a robot. He's convinced that he's a robot, that he's an android. And the two kids run away from home, steal a car, go on a road trip. Right. Oh my Which God. Which when you're a this kid. This is like, this is like on the peripheral. Like I, yeah. I couldn't tell you any of this, but I totally remember this movie. <laughs> one, by the way, once I refound this out of this tidbit, I, I ended up like, again. I'm like, I have to watch this with my kids. This was like one of my this. favorite movies. Um, and it's funny cause I feel like I used to confuse this with like the wizard, which is a very similar context there, right? Which is like a younger brother who's sort of a savant, if you will, except in the wizard, they're going to play super Mario three at a, at in Reno, Nevada to go win money. This movie completely under my radar, completely forgot the entire existence of it until quite literally, um, this got brought up on their podcast. But m- the important part here is that. The older brother, Josh, was is Jacob Tierney. Jacob Tierney, who is the oh. co-creator of Letterkenny my and God. Glenn. Oh my god. Oh, this cast is insane. I know. Pete from Pete and Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. I was also Jake trying Gyllenhaal? to figure out, I was trying to figure out if it's a if it's a Canadian movie, but the whole point is the kids steal a car to go to Canada. To Canada. So I don't blame them. Yeah. Anyway, 1993 movie. That is such a good, that's a good fun fact. You know I love my fun facts. (laughs) That was a really good fun fact. But what's funny too is like Letterkenny feels like it's in its own little little bubble, right? There's not, there's no one in it that I'm like, oh, I remember them from this or that, right? They're all, um, and it's really funny too. Like you see people in this and their characters, you're like, oh, these guys should definitely be in more things. They'd be fun. Which granted, some of them are, they're typically like other Canadian TV shows or movies that they show up in. But it was really interesting to see. I'm like, oh, my God, Jacob Tierney was in, from my childhood. We, we grew up together. That's kind of, incredible. He I would never have gotten it. There's no universe. Yeah. I, I still can't get over the fact that Uncle Rico yeah. is Jennifer <laughs> Coolidge's husband and White Lotus. I'm telling everyone yeah. I know about that. <laughs> I'm like, have you listened to my episode yet? OK, fine. Let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. Um, 
but something I did kind of know before watching the show is like, I don't know if Staten Island's big on hockey bros, but uh, <laughs> at uh, my high school, yeah. a lot of my friends played hockey, but yeah. they weren't hockey bros because it wasn't really a school team. But, yeah. uh, you know, like, but hockey was a very big part of uh, growing up in my childhood. And yeah, I loved hockey, still love hockey. But I did have later on in life guys that were straight up hockey bros in college. Yeah. And so I knew a lot of the lingo and had never really been able to apply it to real life until Letter Kenny, because it truly is a different dialect. It is a different yeah. world. Yeah. I remember I went on a date once with a guy that played hockey for a college and I got called a puck bunny relentless. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is a puck bunny? Like, but, if there's one thing I'm not, anything yeah. that has the word bunny in it. Yeah. And I did not know what it meant. And once you learn all those things, I was like, oh, my God. And the way that this show just takes that vernacular and brings it like 500 yeah. notches up. What are the um two kids? It's Riley and what's the other kid's name? Jonesy. Riley Jonesy. and Jonesy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, actually, Riley, who plays Riley, his dad's an actual NHL hockey player. Is he really? He played on the Blackhawks and the Oilers. Wow. Yeah. His name is Dylan Playfair yeah. and uh, his dad's Jim Playfair, former oh, wow. NHL player. Okay. And it's so funny that you say that because right underneath it in the notes, it says, doesn't everybody's dad in Canada play for the NHL? <laughs> so, <laughs> Eventually. You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got, we got to run to the cast really quick because I, I feel like do. there's like there's 900 of them. Yes. Oh, I know. Okay. I'm, we're just going to hit the, the highlights, if you will. So first and foremost, there is uh, Jared Kiso, who's the main character, who's Wayne, who I don't know how to describe him, but it's also funny, too, because he's very reminiscent of of like. Anyone in your neighborhood I've kind of run into, I'm like, I've, I've met a Wayne or a combination of people that kind of combine to be a Wayne, which is... The toughest guy in Letterkenny, <laughs> but also a big old softy who loves dogs. He loves his dog. I mean, What's sign me name? up. Oh, I don't remember his dog's name, but every single opening scene, he he's carrying yeah. a dog and holding a dog. Yeah. It's just so sweet. <laughs> he loves him so much. Um, his sister, Katie, played by Michelle Milet, who... I'm. I have no idea how this girl has not been. She's more incredible. Things. She's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. She looks like ethereal. She should be playing like a supernatural being in like an AI movie, like the super hot lady. Yeah. She's and also a great comedian. She's fantastic. Yeah. She is super funny, but also probably the hottest woman I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, she's so annoying. It's, it's, it's in yeah. the best way. <laughs> in the um, best way. They're uh, farm pals, uh, if you will. I don't know how to call them. Uh, Daryl, who. Is always wearing like overalls, like like what do you call those? Like the coveralls, coveralls, coveralls. coveralls. Yeah. No matter where they are, if they're on the farm, if they're at the Doesn't bar, matter. whatever, always coveralls. Played by Nathan Dales. Yes, that's Nathan Dales, and then Kate Trevor Wilson, who is also a stand-up comedian, a very accomplished stand-up comedian. Very I learned accomplished <laughs> yeah. and very hilarious. Uh, who plays Squirrely Dan? Dan. Squirrely Dan, uh, who puts S's on the on the sentences? Of Internets. Internets. This Sushis. is incredible. Yeah, sushis. Um, and he also takes um, women's studies classes. <laughs> I love him so yeah. much. He might be my favorite <laughs> character, honestly. He yeah. is. He is. I love him. Yeah. So that makes up like the, uh, the uh, what do they call? Oh, those are the Hicks, right? That's the Hicks. They, yes. Those are the Hicks. There are some other Hicks, most notably, uh, which I didn't realize is this his actual name, Hick McMurray. Hick McMurray. <laughs> yeah. How are you now? Uh, oh he, just, he just just mumbling, mumbling. Uh, you know, <laughs> mumbling farmer down the road um, who and he's uh, referred to as a piece of shit. McMurray's a piece of shit. Yep. Always. Um, he has his wife, Mrs. McMurray. We only know her as Mrs. We McMurray. only know her as Mrs. McMurray, which they is so funny. Both very horny um, and all the time, all the time. <laughs> and then McMurray's sister, which is Bonnie, who in the letter Kenny universe is the hottest woman in letter Kenny. Yes. Every time she enters a room, everything goes slow motion. Everyone goes Bonnie McMurray and fawns over her. <laughs> um, who she's also hilarious. I follow her on TikTok, and she is hilarious. In who I'm like, going just to have her, to her and I'm going to get to him in a second. Uh, but one of the skids is also on TikTok and also hilarious. Um, uh, which I could just go there. So the the skids, and it's really funny because there was another one in there, and I forget his name. Um, and he disappeared around the third-ish season. Um, but you have Stuart. Stuart. 
uh, played by Tyler, jo- uh, Tyler Johnston. apparently a very accomplished actor. He's been nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards for other work he's done. Really? Yeah, I just, he's, I think, perfection at a yeah. methed out goth kid <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> They are very serious uh, meth heads. And then uh, who this is the guy on TikTok that I recommend following uh, rolled played by Evan Stern. Oh, he's um, so funny. Who who's most of his lines is him just saying Sturt! like the, the whole the whole show every all 11 seasons. Those are the skids. <laughs> if those are the skids. Right. Did I miss. I mean, there's, yes. There's no, there's a couple background. more. Yeah. And did you know that um, a lot of the cast is also the crew? Really? Yeah, I was watching some TikToks this morning, like, you know, doing my research. That's what I can call it when I get to watch TV and movies for hours. Um, And they're like, yeah, the boom guy is one of the background skids and he doesn't talk, but he's like (laughs) the main boom guy. I was like, that is incredible. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is like even like seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff with the show and how they film it and where they film it. Ironically enough, and, and no show has done this better. I feel like other shows have, but. Uh, in one of the earlier seasons, there's a there's a bar in town. They all go to it called uh, mm-hmm. a Modine's and who the bartenders or owner there is Gail. Gail is Gail incredible. is incredible. She is Gail's lines are incredible. <laughs> but what's what Gail literally just like like gyrates her hips while she's played talking. by Lisa Codrington, who is yeah. like she her character. Yeah. To me is the most quotable. Like I've yeah. <laughs> I've always been called like an inappropriate bartender. Yeah. I can get away with saying shit that I should not say. What she has done yeah. <laughs> is brought it to a level of uncomfortable. There's a yeah. scene where Wayne is trying to like hook up with a girl after a bad breakup. And this girl walks into the bathroom. She's like, you should follow her. She's so hot. I want to go jerk off her dad just to see where she came from. And then she walks out of the bathroom and she's like, look at that ass. Girl, you shit with that thing? <laughs> she's just... And that's on the like less offensive yeah. things that she says. Well, but it's funny what you're missing, and this is the key nuance, is while oh, she's God. saying that, she's rubbing her hands down her legs and gyrating her... Gyrating her, her hips, but yeah. like off kilter. It's There's nothing <laughs> sexy about what she's doing. She always looks like she's just about to fall over. Yeah. Like she's two seconds away from falling over. <laughs> okay. And so you have them uh, also uh, also working at the bar. Oh, what I was getting at with the bar is there's Modine's. Mm-hmm. They lost the filming location for Modine's multiple times. Is that why times. it closed? Yes. In the show? So, so it, I think we're up to like Modine's four now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, and at one point, I think it was literally a room at the rec center where they filmed the 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 um, hockey scenes, which was just like somewhere, <laughs> like in one room in there. They're just like, yeah, this is the bar now. Um, I think that was like Modine's three or something. But yeah, the the show, I, I gotta say, just in mentioning Lisa and and, and just the the beauty of of katie and and bonnie McMurray. like this is a very horny show just to throw that yeah. out there it's a yeah. very horny show um but it's also really funny and there's also i going back while we're at modine's without leaving there i learned so much about canadian culture now you're a bartender did you know what a caesar's was before leonard Kennedy? Uh, yes and no americanized yes but not the okay. way that they did but uh agreed I think I learned the most about Canadian yeah. culture in Modines. I feel like I got my education right. on Canada in that yeah. bar. But have you, and you and I'm leaning on you to, I don't know if I'm expecting you to know it because it's, it's an alcoholic drink. What is a, what is a Caesars? So if I go to Canada, I'm like, go to a bar. I'm like, I want to, I would never order. It I Caesars. don't know how they would order, order it there, but. Is there, is, what's that? We had the what, bloody Caesar, which is different. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's completely different. It's Americanized. Well, because for what it's worth, just to get it out there, it's essentially a, like a Bloody Mary, but with like... Yeah, we call it the Bloody Caesar in America. And I don't know okay. if that's what they call it, but it's essentially a Bloody Mary, but we would throw like clam juice in it. Yeah. And like a Clamato. Yeah. And that would be like your Bloody Caesar. But in Canada, they... Well, yeah, it's kind of similar, but they put Worcestershire and hot sauce in it with celery yeah. salt as the rim, where we... In the U.S., a good Bloody Mary mix is already going to have that in there. Better yeah. have celery salt. That's like a staple. Yeah. This but is yeah. the grossest thing in the world to me. But I can't do Bloody Marys. No, me either. I will but- tell you right now, I pride myself on making a great Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah. But I've never actually put it to my mouth to see, see if it's good or not. Yeah. Because it grosses me out. 
yeah, to no end. I can't. But here's the thing. And this is what this will give this show so much credit. There are entire episodes devoted to them talking about variations on Kenny. Like there is an entire episode that goes over everyone trying to come up with the most ideal Caesars. It's all variations on some of the ingredients or swapping a thing out for another thing or whatever it might be. Uh, and then the later season, there's an entire episode devoted to everyone debating the best dressing for a chip, which is like barbecue or like mesquite yeah. or and they love sour all dressed chips, all yeah, dressed, all dressed, right? Because it covers or fully everything. dressed, whatever the heck. Fully dressed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's also like ketchup flavored on the concepts of like them debating the nuances of culture and and they're also always very Canadian things. It is. So enjoyable to watch and so much fun. And the show is really funny. Like the show, the way it tackles things, the characters. I don't even know. Like there are through lines through seasons and episodes and things, but it's there's no like, oh, this storyline was funny. Right. Or maybe I'm um kind of. But I also feel like they kind of wrap their storylines up every episode. Yeah. But there are overlapping character arches like. Things that reoccur, like the softest birthday party. Yeah. How Daryl has the softest birthday party ever thrown every year. And like, you can watch, I feel like you can pick the show up at any episode and not feel like you've really missed anything. But having watched it from the beginning to the end, there are some things that you, like, knowing that Wayne has to be the toughest guy in Letterkenny and that's why he has to fight all the time. Yeah. Like, he has to. He has to defend his title as the toughest guy in Letterkenny. But I feel like there's, Certain storylines that maybe they kind of overlap, but never, they're not really, I don't know. I don't think you really need to know them. Yeah. Maybe that's the beauty of the show. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you know, like, you know, you, you know, McMurray's a piece of shit, right? You like you know that, right? The ostrich story. The ginger about- fucked the ostrich. Yeah. But maybe it was Bootsy. <laughs> How many people does it take to fuck an ostrich? There's so many like little things like that where I'm like, you know, like you sort of pick it up over time, but also it. To that point, if you get to a point down the line where you skip, you know, the first couple seasons and you hear them referencing something and then you go back and you see what they're the episode, the genesis of what they're referencing. Right. To your point, like there's an entire episode dedicated to Derry's birthday party being, quote unquote, too soft or as they refer to it, it's two ply. Right. Yeah, it's two ply. Softest birthday ever. And they'll just reference things like two ply down the road. Right. So there's a dictionary of phrases and things that came out of this show that are great. And then also like, yeah, we mentioned it up front, but like anytime, which is sort of in the later seasons, but anytime Noah Dick shows up, the, uh, the local, um, God, it's so good. Mennonites. There's, it's just innuendo over and over again. It's just like, you know what that, you know, what's coming. It's, it's hilarious. I, I love this show for, Exactly that reason. And also the fact that it's so Canadian. Yeah. Like even the music in the show, they only feature Canadian music. Yeah. It's like I was only actually Canadian music. That. Yeah. I, like yeah. And that's got to be so hard to do. <laughs> I will say so many Avril songs. They the music in the show is so damn good. It's and it, really good. And it introduced me to like one of my favorite songs from like two years ago at this point. Fun note. Jared Kiso is responsible for picking almost every single song in yeah. the show. I read a quote where Jacob Tierney was like, uh, Jared legitimately has a giant mixtape that it, he's been making his whole life for the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just the soundtrack of his life. The show obviously is named after the town. You have some main characters, but again, everyone in the town is a character. Like there are so many side characters so, Like to the point where we started here. You were like, you know, all hundred characters, right? There are like there are so many characters. There are people like who are part of like groups that you don't even know. They're just kind of like background silent people in the background. Absolutely. Jonesy and Riley. We haven't really even talked about them. They're two hockey bros that are like madly in love with Katie, who she kind of just strings along for fun. Yeah. And like they always think that they're going to have a chance with her and she just continues to string them along for fun. And they're side characters who are. In almost every episode, even if in the, <laughs> yeah. they're in for three seconds, they, the best part is the fact that they have a top off cheek Wrangler and they just <laughs> constantly pull in like the biggest douches in America or Canada. Yeah. But uh, there's so many of those side characters who just even the coach, the hockey yeah. coach. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. One liner, <laughs> hilarious one liners. But you only see him every couple episodes. But yeah. he's a character you see throughout the entire show. Yeah. 
Um, and there's only been a few people that have quote, like sort of left the show, like Devin, who was one of the skids. It was like, there were sort of like three skids and then that sort of got dwindled down. He left the show and there's still like, there hasn't really ever been an answer. I don't think I've seen one as to why he actually left aside from like, he just wanted to leave the show. Um, and then, uh, well, Wayne has had a few girlfriends, right? He's had a few. He's had a few. Now he's sort of finally stuck. That was like oh, a wait. that was that was a ongoing kind of like threaded uh, plot line for a while of like yeah. you know, the Wayne dating someone dating people and um, the show starts the whole premise of the show starts with the fact that his heart's broken because his girlfriend and he broke up and she worked right. at the bar and you know was that Angie yeah which I totally forgot about until yeah. I was like I'm gonna start from season one just to get ready for this and like. I mean, and let's talk about hot chicks. Angie's yeah. hot as hell, so I don't blame him for. Yeah, then she she comes back as a as a. She comes bunny, back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes back. She yeah. comes back there, and then also wait, not to mention too. This is there was like sub Canadian culture too, because uh, where do they go? They go to another town, the French part of Canada. Oh, what the hell's the name of that town? I don't remember it. They go to Quebec, right? Is that where yeah? They, they go? go to Quebec, but don't they go to a specific town name? Yes, I forget I don't the name of the town. What it is. But then, then there there's people that are listening to us that are diehard Letter County fans. Like, how could you not remember that? And I'll say, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. And that's the thing too is like, I, it's it's really funny. Uh, I, I mentioned before I'm on Reddit a lot. There, the culture and like the, you know, unexpected Letter Kenny that comes up in people saying things. You know, people responding to comments. Someone says to be fair, and then people start singing to be fair in the comments, right? <laughs> It's 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 your sort of part of this like little subculture that's not so mainstream, but also the world has been built. Right. It's a very big world build that's happened and it's Canadian culture and everyone is super nice. Right. Like it's if Ted Lasso cursed more and was a little hornier. I mean, that's kind that's of fair. what we're getting at. Right. That's it's fair. it's. There's not a lot of aside from like there is actual fighting. There are there are many episodes that go that end with like slow motion. Someone's getting beat the shit out of by Wayne or the entire town as they go fight for yeah Katie or or something right. Like there's an episode where you know uh, Katie is dating an American guy because of course you know he had to be a, he had to be the piece of shit. Um, and everyone sort of has a bad feeling about him. They catch him cheating. And then the entire town comes out to beat up him to kick his ass and and his uh, and his buddies. And that's the thing, too, is like the show is unapologetically like very progressive. But also, I mean, on the surface, too, it's like because, again, it's just a TV show and they're hicks. They solve most of their problems just by going out and fighting. Right. That's that's, the, you know, and I didn't realize this. And going back in one of the early episodes, there are two like, again, little side characters. There's a uh, joint boy and Tyson. Right. And they, they I didn't realize this, but I think it's Tyson like starts off one of the early episodes of like him and Wayne are fighting like they're not friends. They end up getting to like a fight and then they have like a little rematch and then they're like best friends because, you know, <laughs> they fought it out. You know, that's that's I love that like little story that he has like, yeah, we can fight. And the, there's always a scene where they call his house and he picks up the landline wall phone uh, the rotary phone is like, yep, beat me at the top of the rope. Don't come down the driveway. Yeah. And like he goes out, <laughs> fights what he has to do, goes back in the house. Yeah. he. I love that he just like pops open a marble red, like last punch is thrown. His arms not even connected with the guy's face. His hands already in his back pocket, pulling out a cigarette every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible yeah, yeah. The, i don't know the, the world that's been built in this show is really fun also um and this is the closest you get to mainstream uh jay baruchel shows up randomly um and it's sort of hilarious because a i think he's a little bit more of a mainstream actor right he's been in a lot For of sure but he kind of has died off a little bit in the yeah. comedy world like the comedies he used to star in have kind of died off a little bit yeah but he shows up in this as hard right J. Hard right J. <laughs> <laughs> Just this soup, like literally. And that's the thing. They 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 don't like they get rid of him real quick. Like, you know, I mean, obviously yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a flash in the pan. Yeah. But just the way they even handle him. And then there's also uh, and again, it's all these like little Canadian culture things. There's the um, there's uh, the natives 
yeah, when Angie is like talking about the episode where she's talking to them about the cook off that she's going to have at yeah. the res and all the food she's going to make. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It, it's it's I don't know. I love that world built. And there's a lot of it's really hard. I, I keep saying world building almost to the point. It's, it's not it's not going to mean anything anymore. But there are shows that try to build a world within it. Do you think about like something like the office, which built how like, had how many seasons outside the walls of the Dunder Mifflin office? You don't really like, there's a few episodes that go outside or go to someone's house for an episode or here and there. But beyond that, like that's the whole world. This is an entire town. It's a whole Canadian town that is built up in your head and explored like, and and it's also funny too. Just to, there, there's no consequences, right? Everyone's really nice because <laughs> they're Canadian. Yeah. Um, there's no police. There's nothing like even when like bad things happen or something, they, they just work it out amongst themselves, right? It's um, very Canadian. It's very Canadian. It's very Canadian. You know, I've wanted to go visit Canada, like just, and I feel silly because I'm like, I kind of want to go to like the town that it's sort of pseudo based off of, or Let's like where do they it. film. Ish. I would go on a road trip. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. I'll take the Canadian road trip. Something else that I've, I didn't notice until kind of doing the rewatch to get ready for this is they do a really good job at poking fun at American pop culture. Oh, absolutely. And it's not overtly in your face, but like, don't they make fun of America's Got Talent? Yeah. They make fun of um, L.A. 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 <laughs> when you they go to L.A. They make fun of Shark Tank. They yeah. make fun of so like their yeah. ability to make fun of America and American pop culture. It doesn't feel like they're making fun of it. It feels yeah. like they like really love it. Yeah. But you know damn well what they're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. As they should. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Well, like everything every, like to your point, like you mentioned, like they they parody. um uh, Shark Tank, and that's like in an episode where they have like a little bit of like inheritance money and can like invest in something, and everyone yes. comes around and pitches their ideas for what they should spend their investment money on. And yeah, it is absolutely parodying Shark Tank or like you know like, but it's even the way they do that, where it's everything they do is very like if there's a concept for something, it's rinse and repeat, right? Where it's just like we're gonna go through, and everyone has to present their ideas and pitch it to us, and they go around and it's. It's a pitch followed by a pitch followed by a like they they do it in a way where if it's any other show, it's like, all right, now you're being lazy and you're not, you know, like but like the simplicity of how they put that stuff together is really admirable because you can see they put so much effort into the dialogue, into like the nuanced humor inside of stuff that the simplicity is part of it, right? It's it, the world building, the way everyone stands in a scene, like the way everything is filmed, like the, the framing oh, of everything. Yeah. Especially yeah. the scenes where it's, um, Daryl, Squirrely Dan, Wayne and, uh, Katie, yeah. they're in the exact same spot doing yeah. the exact same thing every single time. Yeah. And that's a good chunk of the beginning of every episode. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's where it is. And then you have, you know, the, the Wayne soliloquy, yeah. That you get for a minute or two. Sometimes someone else pops in. Yeah. But I I think that they do like not I don't know if it's so much intentional, but for me, I'm paying attention more mm-hmm. to every single word that's said because I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. And while everything is so simple, I remember reading a little blurb that said that while Jared was the main writer of the show. They had people that would write on the show and they'd say, here's a topic. Go write 400 jokes each on this topic. We're looking for quality, not quantity. Just give us everything you have. And (laughs) it's so funny because you can feel that, right? Like you can feel that they just fire them off. Yeah. But for me, they always land. It's not like a bunch of filler jokes. It's about, you know. They push oh, yeah. the narrative forward. Yeah, and that's ridiculously. The, the episodes are jam packed because again, they use alliteration and they use just it's it's the way they play with the English language that is really tight. But also, like the other one that's coming to mind too is like they had like a Christmas episode where everyone's. I think it's a. Uh, um, is everyone giving uh, Wayne a gift or is Wayne giving everyone their gifts? I think it's. 
Oh, I don't remember. I forget. But um, every, you know, there's like a little thing that's happening. Then it like goes back to that, cuts back to that scene. It's like this person's in the room and it's their time to get their gift from Wayne. And then they get their gift from Wayne and take a picture and then they're off. But it's the way all the characters interact with Wayne. You know, who's kind of afraid of Wayne? Who's horny for Wayne? Who it like looks up to Wayne? Um, who's also horny for Wayne? So it's 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 done in like a rinse and repeat kind of thing. But at the same time, too, like to your point, they are jam packing it with jokes. Nothing is filler. Nothing gets said for the sake of moving things along. There's no like, oh, here's a here's a scene for the purposes of, you know, deep diving into this person's psyche. It's like, no, no, no. Everything is told through the story, through the comedy of what they're doing. It's all about here are the characters and they're sitting around having conversations or doing things. And I mean, it's, well, it's really, they're all sitting around having conversations. <laughs> if they're doing things, it's fighting or drinking. Um, I love it. And what's the name of the beer? It's like, um, puppers, puppers. Yeah. Puppers. Yeah. And it's Which an is a real actual microbrew. Yeah. yeah. It's real. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. How do you import? You, you, people you don't know. know I'm dog obsessed, animal yeah. obsessed. Can you get puppers Obs- in America? I don't know. I'm about to find out. Are you in puppers? If you are, works. yeah. If you'd like us to sponsor you, we're happy to <laughs> do some puppers ad here. Um, but yeah. Aside from all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna exempt the main cast, right? So no Wayne, Katie, Daryl, or um, or uh, Squirrely Dan. Do you have a favorite character? Oh, that's not fair. All right, how about this? Um, how about you have a favorite okay. side character? Gail. Yeah. <laughs> I like not for no other reason than she is so. I, it is hard to offend me. For those yeah. that know me in in the non podcast world, I am the inappropriate person at all times. Yeah. If there's something you shouldn't say, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. And Gail takes that. I like. I remember the first time watching. I was almost shocked. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. This woman is disgusting yeah. in the very best way possible. Like I was grossed out by her. Yeah. Um. She also, by the way, no. by the way, she also like is like. Like she kind of like, oh, like, God. She, oh, like and she drools and <laughs> there, I, we were just watching the fart book episode yeah. and she like gets yelled at for spamming people on fart book, yeah. which is like a Facebook they created for their farts. Yeah. And please don't let that deter you. It's one of the funniest episodes. And she's running back to her bike and her run is just so I mean, like I was crying her. There's something wrong with this woman. And she's like yeah. running to her bike as she's <laughs> just spewing these disgusting insults and then she gets on her bike and like goes to go away and she almost falls off her bike and like everything about her character the way she runs <laughs> the way she talks she's just so off-putting is the yeah. best way to put it and like i don't know how to describe she just makes me uncomfortable in the very yeah. best way possible <laughs> there's nothing about her that i'm like oh yeah someone might have sex with her yeah <laughs> that's all she wants is someone to have sex with her and she's so disgusting um on purpose I'll- also connect with the whole fart book thing. Funny enough, I and again going through a rewatch myself. A couple seasons later, McMurray is is approaching one of the <laughs> yeah. one of the skids. He's like, "Are you? Are you you're the guy who made a uh, made the made the fart book, right? I love the fart book." <laughs> like just in passing for the rest of eternity, th- these things exist, and like that whole concept of like this is this is inside their world. And again, I love this kind of stuff. Which is just, it's such a passing comment. Like, you're, you're the guy who made fart book, right? And just like, that's the genesis for why he's going to talk to someone about helping to make a website. Was like, oh, that's the inventor of fart book, which is something that happened three seasons earlier. And like, and was just like a blip one episode. Yeah. <laughs> but I, when I was rewatching that episode, sorry to focus on one episode yeah. of 9 million, but we just rewatched it before we started recording. And like, I forgot the scene where Glenn, who's supposed to be the pastor, they show everybody like checking their fart book profiles and Glenn gets called out because he doesn't actually upload his farts. He's just like really into other people's farts. <laughs> and they show a scene where he's sitting in the pew with his laptop listening to farts and he's unbuckling his pants, putting his hands down his pants like he's about to jerk off to the farts. And I fucking <laughs> lost it. I And it's literally a nanosecond. Like yeah. if you were to watch an episode, you would blink and miss it. But I watched it and I was like, oh my fucking God, I can't believe I missed this. I think I it was I don't know it wasn't the first episode I forget when it was but there's an oh, episode it's like the second or third I think yeah well as I said there's an episode I don't, I don't know if you remember this and this was my introduction was like Glenn calls Wayne and 
I think it's Daryl to help because there's like a there ah, there's like a raccoon or something stuck in the oh church somewhere. Oh my god, that's like the fourth or fifth episode. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's got <laughs> is that what he has? He's standing up on the stage, no pants on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got no pants on. Yeah, but it's just oh it, it, the way how he's flamboyant, but he's also the pastor. It just and and his delivery with everything is just. He's so much fun. He's just a fun little side character. He I, smokes Virginia Slim like nine thousands. He's t- like super long skinny cigarettes, and he like long drags them. Yeah, like it's oh god, it's incredible. Wait, wait. <laughs> there's just so many little nuances of the characters of the show. If, I'm telling yeah. you, if you haven't watched it, if you enjoy things, yeah, like The Office and New Girl and that kind of comedy, yeah, you'd love it. Yeah, it's a highly recommend from us. And I'll say, too, there's others like I'm thinking, too, and like it's just they have all these characters and then throughout different episodes or arcs, like different episodes hang out with different people. Right. There's an entire there's an entire like run where like one of the skids, Stuart, is hanging out or dating Katie. Yeah. It's sort of like like starts in the first episode. But you didn't tell me what your favorite side character is. I think I, I I don't know I love Squirrely Dan like I mean I'm, I, I'm not I Squirrely too. Dan sorry um he's one of me uh McMurray okay yeah just because and it and it mainly has to do with the fact of like they literally run around with saying McMurray's a piece of shit <laughs> but also he's not affected by any of it and he always like just the he annoys the hell out of Wayne because as they're trying to like just you know how are you now good and you like. He'll talk over him and just throws the the the. And it's just his little muttering and like his delivery with things, and then like with his wife, he's just randomly horny, like and they're just all over each. Like it's just oh the election episode where he elects himself to the head of the agriculture <laughs> board, and then just like he and his wife are just standing there like smacking each other's asses for a minute straight, and he's like, "Pack your shit, let's get out of here." She's like, "So pretty, baby." <laughs> Like even that, like where there's the ag hall, right? It's just a bunch of like yeah. the farm. Oh, what about uh Dickens? <clears throat> Dick's, oh, Dickens, Dickens, that's what I said. <laughs> you know, the the the, the uh, auctioneer guy who literally speaks in auctioneer just talk. Just stands almost, up and like, oh, you get one going. And there's seven people in this room. Yeah, seven people <laughs> for a vote. Yeah, but like I don't know, it's it's that kind of stuff too. Where like there's all these like little side characters and in one that's like, Hey, we need help. Let's call this person. And like, everyone's there to help out each other. There's, and that's the thing too. There's some feel good stuff in there. When a friend, when a friend asks you for help, you help, right? Like that kind of stuff. Like, or, um, dare like Wayne's so not about social media when I forget, I want to say maybe it's the election mm-hmm. episode when he's talking about, um, Oh God, what does he call it? When he's going to do, like something good for somebody and they're like, well, if you're going to do it, you got to get it on the book faces and the Facebooks and you got to snap the chats. And, <laughs> and he's like, uh, he has this like great quote about doing it without, not for the tweet and it'll feel fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, wake up in the morning and you shovel someone's driveway after fresh snow and you don't do it. Uh, I wrote it down in my notes doing a charitable. No one does a tweet and it feels fucking sweet. <laughs> like you don't have to do shit just to be recognized do the right thing like it's super sweet they're the yeah. messages they get across are really sweet they're very feel good. yeah yeah and that's the thing too like it is their little family right and and um you know they they treat each other like a family especially when you know take about 25 percent off their squirrely dan just you know like oh the way the squirrely dan hits on katie and she'll say she'll randomly say like oh that's that's a good point. He's like, that's what I appreciate about you, Katie. She's yeah. like, that's what you preach about me, scared. <laughs> Wayne always comes back with a percentage off that yeah. Squirrely Dan needs to take it down. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to ruin it because it's one of one of like the my favorite uh, bits they've done as far as like one of their little banter is between like the three guys. But there's there's a point when Squirrely Dan is talking about. He's like, you ever, your girl ever, when you make ins the loves. You know, stick a finger in the, you know, and just the uncomfortable conversation where these guys are sort of engaged, but also like they're How clearly telling a line here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, just the way they interact and like just the 
buttoned up. I mean, literally, you know, Wayne tucks in his shirt, right? Always, always tucked in. You know, Daryl's a little, you know, he's he's a little funny, but he's also, you know, one of the guys on the. And then there's Squirrely Dan, right? Like this, they're the nuance between the characters. They're so well written. They're so much fun. And then just the whole rest of the town. I mean, you couldn't. This again, this came out of a web series on YouTube of them, like literally just like, I think it was, it was just Daryl and Wayne, right? It was just the two of them and that yeah. was it. Yeah. And it was, and just, it was th- just to poke fun at his hometown of yeah a name in Canada that I don't remember. But like, even like it, it was just their a little alliterations, right? Like, you know, um, talking about, you know, bouncing, it just the words bouncing back and forth or going down the alphabet of like things or it's uh, Listowel. 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 Of that. Canada. It's in the middle of southern Ontario. <laughs> but like, and it's hard to even describe what they're what it is they're doing in these scenes. But the whole point is, I I got to give them so much credit because you know anyone who's like, oh, they, this was a web series, and then we got ordered to like make an actual like real TV show. It's that sounds like a death knell. That sounds like oh, they're gonna they're gonna mess this up so bad. Like no one translates they it. The, they yeah. killed it. They figured out a way to build an entire world and well, an entire town around like this initial premise and create all these little side characters. And, they, and that's the thing, like knowing more about beh- the behind the scenes about how like, you know, how much people are involved with the actual making of the show, not just being on the show. It shines through. They, 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 I don't know. They look like they're having so much fun. The, the The fun shines through. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. Again, it's. It's uh it's a hornier <laughs> Canadianer uh Ted Lasso if Ted Lasso read, would um, punch people in really, the face. I mean that's perfection if Ted Lasso punch people <laughs> in the face. Um I read a description that said it's um the Canadians answer to Broad City. Hmm. And I I do see that that like Broad City is kind of its own weird thing. I love Broad City. Maybe we could do a Broad City episode yeah, one day, but Absolutely. Um to me, more to the Ted Lasso end of the yeah. spectrum, but it is as off kilter as Broad City was. Yeah. You know, like Broad City is definitely a niche show. Like, again, Broad City will be one of those episodes where if we do it, huge Broad City fans, everyone else are going to be convincing to watch Broad City. <laughs> where right now have, we are trying to convince you to watch Letterkenny. Yeah. I have a I have a favorite, favorite episode of, um, of Broad, Broad City. City. Okay, that, that's, that's fine. That's super easy. That's an easy one. Well, we didn't talk about uh, Shorzy. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't seen it yet. Have you? No, I've watched a couple episodes. Uh, Shorzy essentially is a spinoff yeah. of Letterkenny, where Shorzy is just the hockeyest hockey bro of all the hockey bros and is played by um, the same guy that plays Wayne, yeah. writes the same show. Yeah. And people seem to love it. It's not like a huge spinoff, right? Like, it's just like a a little spinoff six seven episode type situation i don't know i mean i don't know how far it's gonna go but yeah essentially he like he was this character that he would talk in a high-pitched voice very much different than his character you never on saw Butter his Kenny. face yeah he never, never saw, saw his, his face. face um and his entire quip was just he would say fuck you whoever and then like make fun Everyone of their say, moms fuck or whatever you, Shorzy. yeah um and just have like banter back and forth. And again, he was always like in a toilet, literally standing upside down in like doing <laughs> a handstand. Don't you see him like w- the first season he's in the shower upside yeah. down in a handstand getting like just water straight into his balls and asshole. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Give your balls a tug. That's another, that's another that's like, it. Yep. Kenny line. Um, but yeah, they spun it off and then it's the first time you ever actually see his face is in, in the new, the new show. Um, it's a longer haired Wayne missing a tooth. <laughs> Who Perfect actually hockey I mean, guy? Jared Kiso was a hockey player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's Canadian again. Everyone was of a hockey player at some point. Like um, Will Arnett, hockey player. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, honestly, if you haven't seen the show and you've stuck in this long, yeah, give it a whirl. Tell us what you think. But also, if you if you, you know you did see it or know it, I mean, I, you're on the same page. I, I don't think I've ever met anyone who knows the show, and it's really exciting when you find someone else you know who likes the show. Like I just randomly like a, a friend from high school posted on her Instagram. She just goes, McMurray's a piece of shit. And I was like, holy, oh, my God, <laughs> you too. You like Letterkenny? It's so good. My uh, fiance has watched a couple episodes here and there, but not yeah. too long ago is one brother's like, you have got to watch 
the golf course geese episode of Letter Kenny. You would love it. And for those that don't know, my fiance is a golf pro. So yeah. when we watched it, it was like I loved watching him fall in love with it. Like he just saw yeah. that one episode and he was like, you know, when you watch someone watch a show that you love so much, which is why I think I've rewatched the first couple episodes of Letter Kenny so many times because I'm rewatching it with the people I tell to watch it. Yeah. Um, his like eyes lit up and he was like, oh, my God, yeah. this is incredible. And I was like, oh, my God, he loves it. And that's a, wait, that's another episode, too. That's a perfect example of the way they interact the characters. Right. Because the entire oh, yeah. premise is the the golf club is yes, trying to kill too the many geese. geese. Yeah, too many too geese. Many so they're trying to kill the geese. And then they is it McMurray who comes to them or they go to McMurray? I f- I don't remember, but I feel like it's McMurray comes to them and or I, yeah. it, might, it could be vice versa. But they're like, no, you can't kill the geese. Right. We'll they're take all, care of them. You can't kill Canadian don't, geese. Don't kill Canadian geese. Yeah. You want to kill Canadian geese, you kill us. Kill Canada. <laughs> but they enlist each other's help. They're like, hey, you got to come down to the, to the you know, to the, the golf club that could draw to kill the Canadian geese. It's a real problem on golf <laughs> courses, too, which makes me laugh so hard is because I was a cart girl, a beer cart yeah. girl for a very long time. And when the geese would come out, like the course is just covered in geese shit and you yeah. can't go anywhere and golfers can't find their golf balls. And like, I'm always going to be team geese, you know, like I'm always going to be on team of the animals. But yeah. then, you know, I know it, it is a real problem on golf courses. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> um. I'll mention too, uh, and because I just was reading through some of the uh, episode synopses, because um, again, the vernacular of the show is on a level of its own, but like you know, DJs from upcountry. Oh my god, the DJs from upcountry, like they're gonna love this. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's like there's so much stuff. Like you, there is an entire there's a website dedicated to like all like the, the the explanations for all the words they say and and different things that you're like what what is that i don't know what that means because i'm not we i'm telling you we used to say pitter patter let's get at her behind the bar all the time in the morning when we were fucking hung over as shit we'd been drinking till 7 a.m slept in our cars and we're like all right pitter patter let's get at her we can do this (laughs) and it was just a perfect uh example of like this fucking sucks but we gotta do it let's do it yeah and and it would always shock me when i'd be like what do you mean you don't watch letter kenny you say that every saturday yeah. like what are you talking about they're like i just say it because you guys say it yeah <laughs> that's how we break them in yeah but that's the thing too is like also uh there's an episode where they they're uh the uh hockey players and the skids are, are trying to figure out who's more popular on vidvoc which is not <laughs> just tiktok ish well that's the thing too and that's what i love about this it's not a replacement for it. it's not like oh we're, it's basically tiktok but we're just gonna call it this no no, no. in this world those things exist. That is TikTok. Yes. Facebook exists, but we're going to have Fartbook. And then yes. TikTok exists, but no, they don't use TikTok in, in Letterkenny. They use they Vidvoc. They use Vidvoc. Right. Yeah. Like that's that's what's also like it's all in its own little world. Like they're just they're I don't know. They're on their own planet. It's great. I, I love it. It's well, I uh, will say I would say in the, since COVID. Right. So yeah. when everybody was kind of stuck home looking for things to binge, uh, much like. Other shows that we've talked about on here and movies we've talked about on here, like New yeah. Girl, had a resurgence. I feel like Letterkenny had the same kind of resurgence because yeah. I didn't see it felt, you know, I know that you're like anti super popular things. So you probably felt real cool and niche that you like Letterkenny. Yeah. I did, too. I felt yeah. real cool. that I like this like underground comedian, you know, based yeah. show that like only people that love comedy really like it. Yeah. And now ever like. So many people that I talked to, like, yeah, I fucking love Letter Kenny. Yeah. I'm like, you? Yeah. Really, you? <laughs> Where'd you find this? Where did you? Yeah, you're not cool. How do you yeah. know about Letter Kenny? So I really do feel like, which is great. I'm glad yeah. that it's getting uh, more more views and more watches. But yeah, jump on it now because I feel like it's it's what eleventh season is coming out or has come out. Well, the eleventh season is out now. I was going to say, yeah, too, I haven't what, watched it. What's interesting about it too is. The show used to come out essentially had it would have two seasons a year, right? So there'd be like an early mm-hmm. in the year season, and then like a, around Christmas they they'd release. A, um, they t- they tend to always release a season on Christmas. They used to release a, another season, another season midway through the year, um, up until around the pandemic, and now they're just releasing new seasons on Christmas Day, right? So, um. So season six was um, released on Christmas 2018. Then season seven was October 
of 2019. And then, uh, then in uh, Christmas 2019, you get the eighth season. But then the ninth season didn't come out until the following uh, Christmas, which was 2020. Then season 10 in 2021. And then season 11, uh, which just came out in uh, Christmas 2022. Yeah, I haven't so, watched season 11 yet. Yeah, but it's I good. I kind of want to start, now that I've started from the beginning to do this research, yeah. I want to keep going. Yeah. I want to keep going. Oh, I yeah, want to relive. Great. Season five, I feel like, is one of my favorite seasons. So I want to get there. Which is, uh, what happens at that season? Let's see. I don't know, but like when I was writing in my notes, it was like season five, it's your favorite. And I don't yeah. even remember <laughs> what episodes it was, but yeah, I must have been going through the uh, episode list. Yeah. Um, But I, I also feel like I'm not great at that. Like when we yeah. were talking about New Girl and you're like, what season was that? And I don't know because the binge world and that's true. Like the yeah. binge world has ruined that for me. Yeah. I don't even know when season two ends and season three starts. I'm halfway through a bag of Doritos. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> I just know that we're going to keep going. Yeah. And I think that's definitely happened. Um, oh, yeah. Season five is when Hard Right J comes in and they've got yeah. the spelling bee. And that's the finale is the Bacabiche when the Hicks and the hockey players oh, yeah. go to Quebec. So I think that's one of my favorite seasons. Yeah. Um, I really like season three i think that's one of the strongest seasons that's when you get i'm looking at the season two lineup and you might be right modine's two episode is incredible the haunting of modine's two might be one of the best episodes ever made it's so oh, good that's, and that's the other thing too they have they have specials right there's a saint patrick's yes. day special which was great their halloween special um was was also great they have an easter special they do cover i feel like they cover like one holiday and then that's it they'll do a special for a holiday it's not like they have a Christmas special every year, like, you know, Bob's Burgers does Thanksgiving every year now. Right. That's their thing. Um, this this show, just like there's a Valentine's Day episode, um, the speed dating episode, which was their Valentine's Day. Their uh, Valentine's special. Day. Yeah. That was hilarious. Um, yeah. The, the show is just uh, it's done really well. And and going back to something I was saying earlier, too, there was an episode I just uh, rewatched. Um I think it was called relationships. It was in season two and where Katie gets her brother Wayne to work with like a, also kind of a parody of, a, of an American thing. Like one of those like reality shows where there's like someone to find you love. Right. Like, yeah, I feel like that's a TV show on Bravo. Um, and oh, the matchmaking episode. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about that. One. And that's where she's like, she's like, I like to think of myself like, you know, like the, the three little bears, right? Like there's this one's too hot. This one's too cold. This one's just right. And that's exactly how they set it up. And then he goes on the date with the first one and she is abrasive and just like over the top. And then he just picks up the phone. He goes, this one's too hard. And he goes on the second date and he meets up with her. And then she's literally like a school teacher. She's like, we give the kids hugs. And he's like, I think, you know, and just he's not with that whatsoever. And he picks up the phone. He's like, this one's too soft, you know, and like, you know where it's going, right? You know what pattern it's following, but you're just like, no, but it's the way it's set up and the way it's go. It's one of those shows to, to, to the point of like it being like a, sort of a pandemic show where people can really get into it and like can binge it. It's again, it's one of those shows where you can relax. You don't have to think too hard. You the show sets it up. The They literally say this is like the three little bears and he goes on a date when yeah. one's too hard, one's too soft and one's just right. So, you know, what's coming. There's no surprises along there. And all the everything that happens along the way is just fun. And it's a, it's a fun little ride. So highly recommended, especially if you're looking for something to just kind of watch at night, you know, enjoy something and then go to sleep. Not going to nothing too shocking, if you will. I when I told my one friend that we were doing this, she was like, "Oh, that's pop and edible programming." I was like, "What?" And she's like, "You can pop an edible, and you can just you're just good to go." And I was like, "Pop and edible programming—that is incredible! What a sell!" I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Yeah, no, she's, she's absolutely not wrong. right. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna have to start using that vernacular. Like, oh no, you know what this is? This is uh, pop and edible programming. Well, because that's the thing, too, is like, you know, it's really funny. I've said it before and I go back and forth because I a couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm just going to start watching some movies I haven't seen in a long time. And just like, I was like, I want to watch this and then put it on. Right. Two hour commitment or an hour and a half commitment. Um, it's hard if you tell someone, hey, there's a show with 11 seasons, you really recommend it. Right. It That's hard on its own. But if you're just like, it's a hard oh, pass. 
yeah, but if you're just like, you don't have to think too hard, it's just fun, and, you know, it, it might make you a little horny, too, along the way, but also it's just, like, not yeah. really, not really, you know. But I so, would say it's more like five and a half seasons, because every episode's, like, 25 minutes, you yeah. know? So like Six if episodes we were to, a season. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's really fast. I can, in one sitting, I watch a season and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not, uh... <laughs> It's not as intense as yeah. it sounds, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. This is I, I could I think I could talk about this all day because I just want to keep quoting the show. Yeah, but I want people to watch this that haven't watched it, and please tell us if you yeah. haven't watched it when we got you to watch it because that happened a lot with Severance. I think yeah. we got a lot of people to watch Severance. Yeah, so I want to <laughs> Apple I TV owes us that. Some, yeah, they do. Yeah. I want to convert some Letty Kennyers, Letter yeah. Kennyers. I will say this will probably be our lowest rated episode. Probably we have. It, th- we made this for ourselves. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're Canadian, please correct us. Please tell we us all the Canadians. things that we got wrong. You're better than we are. We know yeah. this. It's fine. Good chat. Great. Is there a sign off? Is there like a goodbye phrase in Letter Kenny's world? A Letter Kenny sign off. I know there's like a How are you now? Good and you. Which I always uh, wanted to like do with someone, but no one knows. <laughs> this is a girl I worked with when uh, that very good friend of mine. We were quite obsessed with Letter Kenny during our bartending days, and she used to do that to every customer to see how far she could go with it. I couldn't be around because I would, I'd blow it for everybody. I would laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Those are the situations. Usually, I'm the one I can make the joke happen, but I I couldn't do that one. I did the pitter patter already. I guess that, well, I mean, we that could have been it. We can pitter patter to the to the end of the pitter, show. Pitter patter, not get at her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. All right. We're gonna we're gonna pump the brakes on this. Yeah. <laughs> pump the brakes. Pump All right. Brakes. All right. That's enough. Bye, right. guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Kyle. Can we geek about? Is a new podcast from Gotham West. Each week, JJ and I will delve into the geekier side of pop culture from our favorites in science fiction and fantasy to new releases and even maybe rag on some absolute flops. We promise that even if you don't like what we have to say, you'll like how we say it. But anyway, can we geek about? Did you really need me here for this? I just needed a ride. (sighs) Can we geek about? So give us a listen, subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts.